and welcome to this episode of The Brink. My name is Mallory, and this is my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host, the one and only Ben Waterworth. Ah, look at her being look trained. Look at how nice I am. Look at you doing your very first introduction. The one and only time that I'm nice to the you. One, yeah, true. Well, you don't actually want something right now, so, I mean, you probably do. I don't know. How are food. you? Food. You want food? You're just like, oh, I guess I'll just do this right now. Um, we're back I'm home. hungry. You're hungry. We are back home. We made it back from Thailand. It only took... A week. Yeah. <laughs> it took a really long time coming home. We unfortunately... I don't know if we've mentioned this already on an episode, but we weren't able to do the Singapore tour, so no. we sat in the airport for a very long time. Yes. Which, I mean, it went by fairly... Like, it didn't feel Yeah, as... we sat in, like, this really cute little area that had really comfy chairs and a nice view of the thunder and lightning. Well, I mean, you can't see thunder, but anyway. Well, I mean, you could if you have... Did you know, yes. this is something that I found out on our trip, that planes are designed to be hit by lightning? I told you that. Um, <laughs> yes, because we were boarding the plane and Mallory's all like, oh, can we take off in these storms I don't know about? I'm like, you do know, like, planes are designed to be hit by lightning, right? I did not know this It's like a thing. Because, like, you think about these countries like Thailand where storms are abundant. And, I mean, they, imagine the delays they would have if they always delayed it because of a thunderstorm. Like, you would just well, never fly that's there. that's what I was thinking when we got on the plane. I was like, we're just going to take off. We're all going to die. What? The, the fun bit of that whole experience, I don't know if you could really see, because I think you were sleeping as well and I was on the window, is that as we were taxiing up to the runway, because it was absolutely pissing down with rain in Phuket, and you could see the plane in front of us as it like got up to speed, the back, the, the tires were absolutely spinning out and just the spray, and you could see the plane kind of like, like shaking. I'm like, holy crap, this is going to be a scary takeoff. And then as soon as we started to like take off, you couldn't feel it, but like you could just see the way this plane was like back spinning itself. I'm it so like, glad that I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it was, I slept the whole way back. I tried to. Nice. Um, I would try to have a seat next to me empty, but you were too nice. Oh, there was this little Spanish girl, and she was so sad. Brazilians are Spanish. No, they're not. They're Portuguese. What? (laughs) (laughs) They're Latin. That's awkward. South American. Anyway, don't (laughs) don't speak Spanish. No, Brazil speaks Portuguese. Close enough. That's awkward. Um, <laughs> I'm educating you every week on this show. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yes. She was so sad, so I let her sit beside us. And oh. It did not make a difference to Ben. Well, she was tiny. She like basically like curled up on the seat. So, but I wanted to like stretch out. And he was fine. He's being a whiner. I, well, what's new? True. Well, yeah, but I, I slept. It was nice. Um, that's good, right? Yep. Then we got back here and you slept all day. I did. You did a lot of laundry. I did. I did all the laundry. Can I just say our laundry is stopped right now, so you have to go hang that out, because I did all of our suitcase <laughs> worth of laundry. So what have we done all week this week? Applied this, for jobs and we slept and watched Jean the Virgin. Yes. We were going to go to Went and Wild, but we didn't. We saw two movies. Well, I saw two movies. You saw one. True. You worked. I did. Um, which you went to Suncorp Stadium. I did. Boo Broncos. But Brisbane beat Hawthorne, which is fantastic. So tomorrow uh, at the game, if we go, well, you'll go, I'll probably go, Brisbane versus Sydney. If Brisbane beats Sydney, then you know you're the good luck charm for the Brisbane Lions. I'm pretty great. How does the Brisbane Lions song go? (laughs) 
Something about Brisbane Town. We are the pride of Brisbane Town. See? Look at me. I need yeah. one word in the song. How does the Fremantle Docker song go? Frio. Way to go. How does the song from Moana go? <laughs> That's rude. Did you like my text last night that said... Oh! <laughs> We have this habit of, like, texting each other back when he says, like, thank you, you're welcome. And so I decided to get annoyed at... Well, One of a- the you're welcomes, like, that was just text. I was like, oh my gosh, the song's stuck in my head now. And then the next time he said, you're welcome, he texted me this picture of freaking The Rock as... <laughs> what's his face? As Maui. It said, you're welcome on it. And, oh, no more Moana. Oh, God. I actually love that movie. And yeah, totally but it's a good movie. Oh, God, can we just not watch it again until, like, the day we have kids, which will be, like, 50 years or something like that. No, I want to watch it now. Oh, we'll get Sophie back and let her watch it. Okay. Um, Sophie. But uh, we'll have some fun in this episode. Josh will be on this episode. I'm going to give you a quiz in another bit on this episode and we'll work out some other things. Maybe you could come up with a segment. What do you reckon? No? She's giving me a look. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Are you looking forward to The Brink Unleashed 9, starring Mallory Forster? She just are decided to put a it... a Bostonian? A Bostonian, yes. Are you looking forward to seeing it? Yes. You want to be involved in it? You want to narrate? Yeah. But not a lot. Just yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little. Because then you'll get spoiled in the movie, because you're not allowed to see it until I finish it. It's not like you weren't were in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's do the next segment. Thank you, Mallory, for introducing us. <laughs> been some time since we've had this esteemed gentleman on the program throughout traveling the world australia and other parts we haven't had time to talk to our side people but he's not a side person because he helped create this show it is of course the one the only mr joshua shoe bridge hello josh welcome back to the show hey (laughs) just casually burping on air that's normal uh, what? Uh, oh, uh, that's here. No, I'm good, Ben. I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, look, can't complain. I mean, I that could, but of, that's a different podcast, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's um, it's it's a night, and we're recording, so that's generally how we roll, right? It is a night, right? It's 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 ten to eleven. I have to burp again. You have to burp oh. again. <laughs> you're, you're drinking a can of Pepsi, which is otherwise known as camel's piss, but, uh, I mean, it seems to be going through the system <laughs> quite all right this evening. Oh, screw you. No, 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 Josh, that's inappropriate. Um, what's What's been crackalackin' in Josh land of late? Because it has been a few months. Yeah, well, it has. It has. I've actually started a new business. A new business. Is it creating camel's piss and calling it Pepsi? No, it's flying a remotely piloted aerial surveillance system. Oh, right. So, in other words, a drone. Yes, a drone. <laughs> Taking photos of people. Well, I mean, you know, I'm dumb, right? I don't know how these things work. No, it's a te- technically, this is a big technical thing. They're actually not drones because a drone is a robotically piloted. Right. These are remotely piloted, so they're not actually classed as drones. Drones is more of a nickname. You can actually get like get in trouble if, with the Civil Aviation Authority by saying, "Oh, I'm flying a drone." They're like, "That's not a drone." And well, if you're flying a drone, you can get fined because only the military can fly drones. So, so what? Do you, what's that long-winded thing you just gave me a second? Oh, I'm flying a remotely controlled something or other on something or other. Remotely piloted aircraft. So an RPA. RPA. 
RPA. I remember that show. Do you remember yeah. RPA? Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was. Um, so what? Do, <laughs> when you start this business with your RPA, what 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 are you doing? Are you just are you saving babies? Are you like flying around picking them up and taking them to their mothers? Are you uh, filming little children be, falling in the mud? I mean, what are you doing? No, literally, it's just aerial photography. So taking uh, just the surveillance shots I've taken. I've taken shots for real estate companies and. Uh, I'm going to use it to do my own short movies eventually once I work Kill Bill out. 3. What... Sorry. Hell yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that with some quick-ass uh, aerial shots? Yeah. Well, we have, to re- we have to recast it, Josh. It's 2018. So it has to be a multiracial cast. Uh, we need to make sure it's diverse. And um... <laughs> Do we have any diverse friends? I don't. You know what? Something really bad just went through my head, and it was you know you know you know that song. I see a red door, and I want it to be black. And it's like I see a white person, and I want it to be black. I see a red door, and I want it to be black. What song are you listening to? <laughs> Shut up! I, I've never heard that song before in my life. It, it exists. It's a famous song. It exists. Well, I. You know, there was, what was, there was, um, I was singing a song when we were away and I, I couldn't establish if it was a song that is actually real or it was a song my sister used to sing. Um, and I can't even remember how it goes now because, um, oh no, okay. So we're like, we were swimming in Thailand, just, you know, rubbing that in. And then I'm like swimming and being silly. And then I start going, bok, 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 I'm a chicken, moo, 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 I'm a cow. Now, like, is that a real song or is that something my sister has invented that I think I've got stuck in my head? Now, now, now back, back to, back to you going, is that a real song? Paint it black. Oh, that, that, the I know what the song, stones. I know the song Paint It Black, but I didn't know that was a lyric. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so did Bok 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 I'm a Chicken also come from the Rolling Stones back catalogue? No, that sounds like it's something from, like, Chicken Feet or something like that. <laughs> oh, Chicken Feet. You know what's really funny is that, um, you know, apparently, I don't know if it's a Tasmanian thing or it's an Australian thing, we have a habit of when we're in, like, small groups and we mention something like Chicken Feet, the first thing we do is all of a sudden we start singing the Chicken Feed song. So we were in Fremantle, a former friend of ours, Emma, and another Tasmanian friend who lived there, and we started talking about chicken feed. So it was me, Emma, this girl, and Mallory was just standing there, and we just literally start going like, "Oh, you need is chicken feed," because little goes long, long way, and like we just all break out into song. And Mallory's just staring at us, like, going, "What the actual fuck is happening right now?" Um, and she's all like, "Oh, you guys are always singing." No, you just go to her, go. Oh, Canada. <laughs> you know, this is the weirdest it's the thing. same thing. I can't even... Okay, yeah, I will. I do that. But then, you know, the sad fact is, I can't sing Blame Canada to her because she's never seen South Park. She's never even seen The Simpsons. <laughs> Blame Canada. So where's the fun in that? <laughs> the peedy little lies, the flapping head, the full of lies. Blame Canada. Um, That's such a good movie. Speaking of Canada... Um, you pointed out to me, you showed me the clip for Deadpool 2, um, and Celine Dion with the song that she sings. And I watched the film clip. Hilarious. Can I just point out, I like the song was okay, but when you see it in the movie, it is so effing hilarious. Like, can I spoil one element to it for you? Just because it's not a spoiler as such. It's just something they do in the movie. 
Yeah, all good, all good. Okay, so, and this is, everyone hasn't seen Deadpool 2, doesn't want to be spoiled, we'll see if shit I'm about to. So basically, it is used in a James Bond style intro parody, um, with basically like Deadpool, you know, spinning around like a sexy woman with all these guns and like, and it's the Celine Dion song, because it actually then sounds like a James Bond style song. So, uh, it's, it's used perfectly in Deadpool 2. That is awesome. Man, I, like, if you haven't read any of the comics, I really strongly encourage you to do so. I don't involves reading. I, you know, it's something I don't really do yeah, a but, lot of. But seriously, it's awesome. Is it? It's it, you, you will be sitting there and you, it's like watching a like a teenager look at a funny YouTube clip with headphones on. Well, you, you like got a, me onto Deadpool <laughs> when, I was, yeah. when I was in uh, your humble abode in 2016. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. That's it. That's exactly right. It's almost it's almost two years ago. It is almost it's very much yeah. rapidly approaching that time. It is because you left the day my second born was born, and I'm not the father. So just to like just <laughs> to make... you're not a ranger. I am a ranger. You can see the beard. It's yeah. I'm a ranger. Our listeners, of course, can clearly see the beard that you're pointing. You can, out. It's it is that red. You can see it through audio. <laughs> It's uh, fire. Speaking of red and rangers, did you watch the royal wedding? No, because um, I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> correct answer. Um, we happened to watch some of it, and it was boring. Uh, literally, the easiest job in television would be a person who every like five years does a royal wedding. Oh yes, and here comes Megan. She's wearing a dress. Oh look, she's wearing a veil. Jenny. Oh, it's white, like we predicted. Like, I mean, seriously, what a dumb job that is. Well, have you you've seen have you seen the episode of South Park where they they did the the, the Canadian royal wedding? Oh, and it was no, the, no. it was like the, so it was like the Prince of Canada, uh, and it was the Prince of Ottawa <laughs> who was who was marrying the Duchess of Toronto or something stupid like that, and, and it was like. Yes, and it is a great victory for Canada, and therefore the world. Yes, yes. And he will put his hand into the royal pudding and smear it on her face, as is tradition. He will then take the poutine, and they will devour oh, it together, as is poutine. tradition. Don't knock poutine. Oh, oh, no, I don't... Don't get me wrong. There's nothing I will knock about Canada. That's good. I have an invested interest more so than I ever had in my life beforehand. So... You know, stop it. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how is the okay, child? No, no, no. Seriously, seriously, what you need to do, if, if you get married to this chick, for... <laughs> Thanks for the confidence to, back to, to, <laughs> to, to M, right? If you get married, you, you need to, like, her... When you guys, like, go from the celebrant and you walk back up the aisle, you have to have a flash mob singing Blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we just establish the fact that probably half the people in attendance will be Canadian, and this is, you know, just the fact that they're all like, oh, eh, who's this boy that Mallory's marrying, eh? And then, you know, he's just an Australian guy getting this semi-racist song against Canadians. Sure, sure, let's, let's do it. <laughs> if I perform your wedding, if... <laughs> I perform your wedding. I am doing it in a South Park Canadian accent. <laughs> Can you get a little thing do, to make do, your head do, move up? Do you and take down? this buddy to make you go? <laughs> hey, ugly Ben. <laughs> Here's your buddy. I am not ugly Ben. I told you I'm handsome, Ben. 
Oh, I love that episode. Not <laughs> without. Celine Dion. <laughs> Can I just point out, like Celine Dion, she she's looking good for for her age. He's looking good for her age, and that's Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, true, but I'd say Celine Dion's <laughs> older. I, uh, Elizabeth Hurley's hotter. Well, yeah, no, I, I, you know, true, that is true. But Shane's Dion, missing out. That's what I'm saying. Shane's missing out. Well, how do you know it was Shane who dumped her? I don't know. It was probably her. <laughs> Did you know that Shane Warne was caught on Tinder? Like, and like, legitimately, people would match him, and his like Tinder profile was like, "Yes, it really is me, Shane Warne," but no one would <laughs> believe it was him. And he like came to the meeting and he's like, "No one will go and date with me because they think I'm a troll account." <laughs> what are you doing swiping around? Oh, Shane Warne. At least he wasn't on anything like Grinder or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have been. It just might not have been made public. Um, how how is the kidlet, the nearly two year old kidlet? He is a running ball of red. A running we, ball. He's a ranger. You've seen pictures of him. Yeah. Now our nickname for he for him is the red one. <laughs> so I walk into the house and I'm like Alex will be sitting on the couch, and I go, Alex, where's the red one? And then my four year old will answer me and goes. He's in his room, Dad. <laughs> so he knows what I'm talking about. Well, okay. Like, when you're... So, Alex would nearly be at school, right? Like, a year away from school? Uh, n- no, he only just turned four, so we're going to... He's not going to go next year, going year after. Right, okay. Well, here's a question for you, Josh. So, my nephew, Link, he is about to turn seven. Jesus Christ. But, so, I spoke to Father this week. We just call him Father, apparently. And apparently, Link has been playing up school. Now, you're a dad. Now, you tell me how you would treat this. So, apparently, my, my nephew uh, was went up to a girl in school, kicked over her Lego, and then this girl was like, I'm going to tell on you, to which Link responded by grabbing her by the throat and throwing her against the wall and choking her. Uh, now, Why are we laughing is the question. <laughs> now, no, you, um, you know what I do. Uh, you know, what I, do? I would deal with it like any any stern parent would. I would ground the crap out of him. Um, I, I don't want to comment on my sister's parental style, but the, the question remains. Um, I mean, he does go to a school which I think you might have gone to. Uh, did you go to New Norfolk Primary? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to the kid. Did, did, you, did you ever knock? I know the, the principal. Over? I know the principal well. He's. The principal is a is a member of the church and a good friend of mine. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you need to get on to him and get my nephew into line. <laughs> Stop choking Come girls. On, they, they, they need to smack kids these days. <laughs> she doesn't do that, does she? Does she do that? I spoke to him about it. Did she say that? I look. I I didn't. I don't know what happened. That's all I was told. So seriously, if a kid does that, in all honesty, I would. Kick the living crap out of him. I'm sorry. That's that is ridiculous. If a, if a seven year old is grabbing a girl by the throat to choke them, and nothing happens to him, that parent should be done for negligence. My question, Josh. This might be a controversial question. If she gave consent, <laughs> is it okay? He's <laughs> too young for that. Me too. <laughs> 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 Too soon? Um, <laughs> had to ask. Had to ask. Um, that, that, is a fair jo- that is a fair thing, though. But 
all school here, here is how I can answer that thing. All schools have a hands off policy in New South Wales, and I think Tasmania has the same sort of thing. So you're actually not allowed to touch anyone at all, unless they're your brother or sister. But did you hear about that recent woman who was on like a talk show who was like, "You need to ask your baby permission to change its nappy." Did you hear about that? Yeah, she she, she belongs in a home for the special, is all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I've got a six week old in front of me now. Can I touch you so I can change your poo? Mm. <laughs> it's like me putting Gabriel to bed tonight. So we could change his nappy before bed. I'm gonna say it's nappy time. He's like, no, no. If I didn't, if I just said no, I'm your dad. I'm changing your flipping nappy. He wouldn't be going to bed. Mm. Yep, yep. See, this is again a reason why I'm not a father as well. No, no, no. It's not that. It's the fact that there are a bunch of dickheads out there who have this thing about you know gender. There's 65 genders. No, there isn't. There's two. Technically three. But. Three? There are not. You know, when I say three, it's like you've got male, female, and born with the possibility of being both. Double adapter. Yeah, like Lady Gaga. And so. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you... Google it. Um. <laughs> No, but it's just like these people who want to, you know, you can't say boy or girl because that's sexist. Like, no, it's not. It is how you identified biologically, and it's, it does my head in. Really, speaking really. of speaking of being identified biologically, I told you the other day I got door knocked by Mormons, um, and I kind of say like lived in Tasmania my entire life. I think once I got knocked on a door by some religious person and I can't even remember what denomination they were but like never been door knocked by Mormons and like I'm living in a house which is not my house I'm living with other people who own this house and I didn't know I'm like oh I don't know if I open the door no one else is opening the door but they're knocking on the door what do I do um, yeah. so, so I opened the door and they were two young girls very nice they were I think New Zealand they had a weird accent I'm going to say it's from New Zealand um, and I basically was like, yeah, I'm down pat with the Mormon biz, you know, my, my bro, he's a Mormon. So like, you know, yo, yo, Joseph Smith and all that sort of faux she's knit and they just left. So, um, yeah, but they're doing their job well, Joshua. They're spreading the word on door knocking, which is good. On them. <laughs> I did my two years. I, I, I did my two years. That's all right. I'm saying. Did you ever have anyone answer the door naked? Oh, story time. So, <laughs> this is my first... This feels like a setup, but it's not. That's legitimately an off-the-cast question. <laughs> no, there, there, there was a time, right? So, we're, this is in Budgiewoy up near Newcastle. And it was uh, My companion at the time it was Elder Richards. He's, he was from Idaho. And so, we're knocking on this door, and it was big-ass front door. Like, it was one of those, you know, mansion-sized front doors, and it was glass. You could see straight through down the hallway. So we knocked on the door, and we have a we have a rule. You knock twice, no one answers, you walk away. And Oh, damn it, I wish I'd have known that the other day. They would have buggered off. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. So we knocked once, nothing, but lights were on. You could see the lights were on in the house. I'm like, oh, knock one more time. And the next minute we see this butt-ass naked skinny guy come from this door that was right near the front door, like a front room, and he booked it up the hallway, like straight up the hallway, and you just see his ass just going straight out the hallway. <laughs> and me and my companions looked at each other like, I want to knock again. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> so 
It was a good ass, was it? Okay. It, it gets better. It gets better. So we knock. And this huge thing, this woman the size of a bus, came out the same door, <laughs> but as naked, and booked it up the hallway. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, I got flashed. I got all different things when I was a missionary. Flashed? Like, yeah. full on? She was hot, too. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. <laughs> she saw the light. Not really. <laughs> I saw something. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, you, get some, you, got, you got some weirdos. Uh, we, we, there was one guy that we were teaching in Canberra who was he was... He was just a drugo. He was this like classic pothead, and he like he was a nuclear physicist, and he knew all this, design all this apparently. And we we like <laughs> his name was Elder Olmer. He was from Arizona, and we we were finishing up a lesson with him, and he go he goes up to my companion. He's like, "You're like a son. You, you remind me of my son." <laughs> Grabs him and kisses him. Wow, was he Tasmanian? As a goodbye, and I'm just like. See you, mate. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Out the door, stuff you all get in the car. Oh. Well, that's an interesting time of it then. Oh, it's it's always the odd weirdo that you meet. Yeah, well, I can you... imagine. I can't imagine every single person who answers the door and goes, "Holy shit, Mormons! Come on, I'll put the kettle on." Never had that happen. <laughs> wasn't well. That was a black book episode, wasn't it? When he like invites him inside and it's like, "All right, give me your spoon." It's like, it's like we don't like, know what to do. We've never gotten this I've far got to, before. I've got to do my taxes. I've got to do my taxes. <laughs> oh, the door. He's <laughs> like, hey, "We'd like to talk to you about Jesus." And he's like, "Come in. It's a trick." <laughs> <laughs> We've never gotten this far before. Um, a film recommendation for you, Joshua Shubridge. Uh, it's just come out in DVD. I saw it at the movies, and we watched it last night too. Uh, Swinging Safari, an Australian movie. It's quite funny. I recommend well, why, it. For why you. are we segueing this? Are there Mormons in it? Uh, well, there isn't. But oh, there's a scene where somebody knocks on the door and asks about Jesus, but it's kind of a throwaway thing. But uh, it's got Julian yeah. McMahon in it, Guy Pearce, Kylie Minogue. Uh, nice. It's, yeah, it's it's a funny movie. I I thoroughly enjoy it. It was a movie I saw not long ago. It was another Aussie movie, um, Jasper Jones. That was a fantastic movie. Can't say I've ever heard of it. What, find it, watch it, it's good. You know, actually, you know what was on, so when we were in Thailand, they had, like, a couple of movie channels, and I was flicking movie channels one night, like, one o'clock in the morning, Australia was on, I haven't seen that in years, great movie. That's, a, that's an awesome movie. I actually watched a Hugh Jackman movie not long ago, The the Greatest Showman. I saw that too, awesome. it was a good movie. Thoroughly enjoyed that yes, movie, to the fact my son, too. Alex, loves music from it, so when I'm driving into daycare, that's what's on the radio. Well, yeah, no, Mallory got me onto it, we watched it and I enjoyed it. Um, you know, Hugh Jackman, you've got to watch any movie with him in it, because he's Hugh Jackman, and why wouldn't you? He, here's something I learnt, so Zendaya, the... Ugh, boo. Let me finish this. <laughs> I think she's quite a law looker, just oh, saying. Oh god, no, pink... she looks like a, a rabbit. No, she doesn't. But anyway, let me finish the story, <laughs> asshole. I discovered no, I today that she was actually the one of the girls that has the odds for Peter Parker in Spider-Man Homecoming. Didn't okay. realise that. Okay, okay, Josh, that's the reason why I don't like her, because she gave me the shits in that movie, and the fact that she's MJ, like, bullshit. Like, it's just stupid. <laughs> no, no, that's going back to what we were saying before about... Freaking hell, you got me on a tangent now. So, 
You, I can, I can pick off the top of my head at least five characters, fictional characters, traditionally should be white, mm. but they're black. Okay, so we got black Nick Panther. Fury. Oh no, no, right. Nick Fury <laughs> in the comic books is white. Um, in the first Batman movie, the Har- Harvey Dent, played mm-hmm. by the same guy who played Lando Calrissian yeah, in, the, with in the Empire. Yep. That character, it's Two-Face, is meant to be white. I knew that one. Okay. Okay. So, and you've got, you know, um, MJ in Spider-Man and a, a few others, right? Now, if you ever had a traditionally black character and change him to a white person, how racist would that be? Well, it, it happens a lot and people get angry about it. So, yes, I, I mean, that happened yeah, with, like, Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllen- Gyllenhaal, whatever his name is. That was a big backlash over that and... He that's Prince of Persia. He's meant to be Persian, and he well, Jake Gyllenhaal isn't he, Persian. So, but anyway, yeah, no, I understand. Yes, I, I understand. Your yeah, point, but but yes. I'm saying, but directly black to white. Yeah, has there ever? Can you think of one character that is traditionally a black character, but it is, but he's white? Um, no, Black Panther. No, no. I don't know. No, they, they, <laughs> no, they even did it in James Bond. Felix Leiter in Cat and um, Christina Ryan. Okay, can I, I'll just point out, like, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I and I mean, and I, I don't. I'm not saying that I don't like the some of the ways of that. I like, I quite like that Felix Leiter character. Yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's just one of those double standard things. It's like I agree. If you're and white, I, well, I, if I you're agree white, to an extent. You get screwed. Yeah, look, I agree to an extent. I think that, I mean. This is a wider conversation to should James Bond be Idris Elba or somebody else. I think that no, is... I think James Bond not. is not a touchable person. Like, that is... That's different. There are some characters to me which it, it doesn't bother me. Um, but, like, they I know exactly what you mean. They did it with man to woman. They did it with Doctor Who. Well, I mean... I, but, I mean, I don't even watch Doctor Who, but that's kind of explainable, though, in Doctor Who, right? Because they regenerate. Yeah, but you know what so. I mean? Like, like, I, as I said, I don't have a problem with it. I think they should just allow it to ha- happen both ways, if you know what I mean. It's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, all no. All I'm saying, I, like... I, 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 I concur. I concur. Josh, there's going to be um, someone listening to this, and then they're going to be blogging about it. Don't listen to this podcast. There's no one listening to this, Josh. Josh, no one listening to this. Uh, did you hear today, uh, to date when we're recording this, that uh, as of September this year, Etihad Stadium in Melbourne will now be called Marvel Stadium? That, yeah, I did hear that, and I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> Now, that, no, like, I like all the memes wanna, coming out saying that the geeks have won. When I go to Etihad, <laughs> if I go there, right, I want to be able to walk through the gates and have the theme song to the Avengers go off. That'd be awesome. I just, like, I, I, I like the fact that, yeah, like, there's everyone, all the, the memes today is saying, like, the geeks have won. Finally, they've got something up all over the jocks. But it's, it's funny because, like, somebody also pointed out that at the end of the day, look at a bunch of the American sporting stadiums. Like, there's something or other smoothie arena in America, and, like, there's um, just ridiculous names for stadiums. But if we are allowed to have Marvel Stadium, I want, like, you know, I want a stadium or something that's called, like, Park. I want it to be renamed Jurassic Park. Like, come on, that is in itself. Like, Air Canada Centre in Toronto, the home of the Toronto Raptors, there's a perfect thing for it now. Like, come on, Universal, buy out Air Canada Centre and rename it to Jurassic Park. Done. Don't they call the ice skating rink for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks the Dark Pond or something like it's that? Called the, it's called the Pond. It's, it's a Honda Centre, but it's, it's just commonly referred to as the Pond. 
Um, it's just like then, how no one calls it Blunston Arena. No. It's Bell Reeve. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's, the interesting thing with that is that um, the ABC, who are not allowed to say sponsors, they have to refer to it as Bell Reeve Oval. So you, if you ever listen to the ABC, they don't call it Etihad Stadium or Marvel Stadium. They have to call it Dockland. Um, you know, so ANZ Stadium in Sydney, they'll just refer to it as the Olympic Stadium or Stadium Australia. Uh, so all these stadiums around Australia that have been renamed, the new one in Perth that we did a tour of the other week, uh, Optus Stadium, they have to call it Perth Stadium. So, you know, it's just, it's all these things because they're not allowed to mention sponsors. I, I, I've lost a lot of respect for the ABC lately, I have to say. Is that because they have oh, Hillary because... Clinton on? Uh, <laughs> no, we all know we don't like her. Do we? I don't like her. I like she Hillary. Why? I don't know. Why do you like Newcastle? Because it's a nice place, and I have fond memories of it. Um, cool. I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> and most men have said they've never been to Hillary Clinton. Well, it's usually safe. Bill, but... Um... <laughs> I had to explain to Mallory the, the rules of safe, which was a fun thing. Um, she she oh, really she, didn't quite understand I think we have it. To, I think we have, to, we have to lay it out. She's just walked in the room now, by the way, so we're trying to basically go on to the point that I had to explain to you the rules of safe, like when you fart and you say safe, otherwise I could punch you until you, yeah, she, yep, doesn't really remember it, so. Hello, Mallory. <laughs> he said hello in a Canadian accent from South Park. <laughs> How are you, buddy? <laughs> Um, she can't hear you, and I don't think he can hear you. I know, but it's you. making you laugh, and she she looks like she's awkward as hell at the moment. She's going to, like, move in. Our listeners at home have no idea what's happening hello. right now. <laughs> the way she's coming in was yes, like... Yes, would you like to say hello on the recording? <laughs> hello, everyone, this is Mallory. Hello, I just figured that they had stopped recording because they greeted me, but it's fine. No, you can give me a kiss, though. Because you're Canadian. Aw, look at that. Uh, um, she's no longer my buddy, she's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you wish to add to this segment? Wasn't I meant to tell a story or something? You were meant to tell a story about how the hell you got on the panel on the project. Right, well, it seems as I like to toot my own horn. Um, we, so it wasn't anything special. So, like, we went and watched a taping of the project, and... Which, again, can I just point out, it's not that hard to get onto. Uh, but, you know, they've got a, an audience warm-up guy, and at one point they're like, oh, has anyone ever been here and watched the show before? There was a guy who, like, he was obsessed with the show. Like, that was his, like, 84th time or something he'd been in the audience. But then I put my hand up. I'm like, yeah, I'm the only one who's, like, I was the only one that night who had been there before. So then, like, I think, yeah. like the warm-up guy was talking to me. Peter Hellier started, like, asking me something. Walid Ali, like, this is in the commercial breaks. And then the next commercial break, they're like, oh, does anybody want to do, like, they do a thing in the next commercial break where you read a script and it's, like, coming up soon on the project. So then mm. Peter Hellier just basically said to me, he's like, oh, Ben, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, right. So um, they basically got me down. They just, like, pull me straight up from the thing. They whack an, uh, an earpiece thing, uh, no, a microphone thing on me and a little pack. Yeah. They put a seat next to me. I sit in between Peter and Waleed. They're all chatting to me. Carrie's chatting to me. They're all asking me questions and shit. I get a run-through, a practice run on the teleprompter. Um, yeah. I fucked up the pronunciation of the Lemo guy. <laughs> I called him Lemo. Um, so that's why in the recording, like I point to the camera when I say Lemo because I got it right that time. 
And that was it. That's why I was on there. So that's my story. Yeah, yeah, I actually have a funny story about that, right? Because that night we had some friends over for dinner and we we were actually the, 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 the topic of the project actually came up in conversation because like, I used to absolutely love the project. I can't stand it now. I actually mm-hmm. cannot stand it. And it's it's changed quite a bit. And we were talking about that, and what me and my friend Rowan were were bagging out quite a lot. And then your your tweet or your come up on on my feed, and I'm not. <laughs> my best mate was on it just now. <laughs> we were bagging it out. <laughs> it was you know the funniest thing about it. Well, it wasn't really funny, but our very good friend Adam Cousins sent me a message the next day and is all like, oh, congratulations, man, you finally made it. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally on there for like 10 seconds. Like, this isn't my big break or anything. But like, I had someone else comment saying like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You're finally making the big time. (laughs) I literally got pulled, like anyone could have done that. You could have had like, you know, freaking, I don't know, Sebastian could have done it or something like that and gone like, I'm listening to Danny Minogue or whatever. So like, I mean, it's really not that hard (laughs) It's not Seb, it's Sebastian! (laughs) Danny Minogue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in jokes that nobody gets. Before we go, I'm like really annoyed that you haven't seen Solo because I really want to talk to you about the cameo. (laughs) Uh, What we'll do, what we'll do, I'm going to try and see it early next week and we'll do another another session and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the cameo. Okay, because, like, seriously, seeing Jar Jar Binks in it is incredible. Uh, oh, I'm going to stab you in the face. <laughs> it's not Jar Jar Binks. Uh, <laughs> oh, could you imagine the backlash they'd have? I, the I honestly I would, would love it. Jar Jar Binks if someone would, like, seriously, if it was, like, him walking down a platform, then I get blown up. People would flip and cheer for that. I, 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 re- I really do want to see Jar Jar Binks return. <laughs> Why? Because why? Oh not? yeah, no. They'll, they'll, yeah, he, here's how they'll do it. They'll be like, "How did Snoke come to be?" Oh, he was created by Jar Jar Binks. Ooh, Misa <laughs> created the dark side. <laughs> hey, it would no, still probably okay. provide better plot description than the actual Last Jedi movie did. So you know, unless no, 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 no. You no, no. The bad Ben. I spoke to my dad today, and I said to him about, you know, Solo and everything, and then he said he'd finally seen The Last Jedi, and he said, the worst Star Wars movie I've ever seen, I'd rather watch Jar Jar. So I'm like, yes, Dad, yes. Good father. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it, and you've got to... Well, you're a you have to... Yeah, but I, I'm, I took in a lot of the deep stuff that they do, and stop looking at your girlfriend. <laughs> She's eating pasta, and I'm hungry, all right? Gross, Ben, gross. I said pasta. What else did you think I said? I'm just being All right, well, you go and watch Solo right now, and then you Yes, go... yes, right now. I will go and see it right this second, and she yes. is really eating that pasta. She's, She's hungry. Eating. She hasn't eaten since, like, I don't know. What time did you last eat? When the cookies were done. Don't speak with your mouth full. Don't speak with your mouth full. All right, I'm pressing stop on this recording. Josh, thank you for joining us, and we shall talk to you next time. You still will. Okay, just as we come on air, she has to fart. Um, welcome. <laughs> what you started? You were supposed to start it. I am going to play a game with Mallory Foster because we seem to do this. Um, we're going to play. I've just done a this or that quiz on Google. So this quiz is. A cities. Which country quiz? Can you pick the country where you'll find these cities beginning with A? 
No. So I will give you a city and you have two options. And you either have to... It's like a 50-50 and you have to guess what country it's in. Okay. I, I don't even know the answer to some of these. All right. right. So first question here. Is the city of Almada in Portugal or Morocco? Portugal. The answer for that one is, if I press it, it's not doing anything. Um, that's all good. Um, thanks, Sporacle, for your stupid quiz. Let's try that again. All right, let's try it. Oh, it's starting again. All right. <laughs> I don't know what the answer to that one. This is a different one. Is Abha, A-B-H-A, in Oman or Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. Correct. All right. Is Aleppo in Iraq or Syria? Iraq. Wrong. It was in Syria. Is Americana in Brazil or Uruguay? Brazil. Correct. Is Almaty, I actually know this one, in Kazakhstan or Kyrgyzstan? Kazakhstan. Correct. Is A. Corona in Portugal or Spain? Spain. Correct. Is Apple Dawn in the Netherlands or Luxembourg? Uh, the Netherlands? Correct. Is Abu Tabad in Afghanistan or Pakistan? Pakistan. Correct. Is Ambon in Indonesia or Malaysia? Malaysia. Incorrect, was in Indonesia. Is Abidjan in Nigeria or Cote d'Ivoire? Nigeria. Incorrect, it's in Cote d'Ivoire. Is Aberdeen in United Kingdom or Ireland? Oh. That's easy. Is it? Yeah. I want to say it's in the UK, but now I'm scared of wrong. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> okay, if you don't get this one, Stress. get out of my house. Is Albuquerque in the United States or Canada? I think it's in Canada. I know it's in the States. Don't look at me like that. I was that. about to say, I think you're being serious. <laughs> Is Ageo in South Korea or Japan? Ageo. A-G-E-O. Oh. <laughs> South Korea or Japan? Uh, Japan. You're terrible. Correct. Al- I figured Jap- Japanese are more gay than Koreans. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Wow. That's... <laughs> Hello to all our Japanese listeners out there. You're having a merry old day. Sorry, Japan. Uh, Al Borg, Norway or Denmark? Norway. Incorrect, Denmark. Is Addis... Oh, I know this one. Is Addis Ababa in Ethiopia or Kenya? Kenya. Incorrect. It's in Ethiopia. It's capital. Uh, Is Adelaide in New Zealand or Australia? I think it's in New Zealand. I only live there. Incorrect. It's in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Is Agra in India or Pakistan? I don't even know what you asked me. Agra. 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 What were the options? India or Pakistan? India. India is correct. Oh, this is the one from the first one. Almada in Portugal or Morocco? What did I say in the first one? I think it said Portugal. Yeah, and you were wrong. So you would say... Morocco. Uh, actually, it was Portugal. Whoops, what? that's awkward. Is a Cheng in North Korea or China? North Korea. Incorrect, in China. Is Aix and Provence in France or Switzerland? I'm, can I look at it? Uh, A-I-X-E-N-P-R-O-V. Switzerland. Oh, you ran out of time. Uh- <laughs> Was it in Switzerland or? I don't know. It ran out of time. Oh. It was in France. So. Oh, I was wrong. There you go. Um, anyway, you got 10. Actually, so, I got 12. Shh. 
Did you want to do another one? Do you want me to find another one for you? No. No? Okay, well, hang on. This, let's this see. This game is too difficult for Europe me. dimensionally, one, two, three. Which Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> what? Star Wars planet or Canadian National Park? Here we oh, go. yes. All right, just don't sit on the control unit there, love. You'll stop it. All right. So, you have got an option here of 20 different places, and you have to tell me, is it Star Wars National Park... Star Wars planet or a national park? In Canada. And you have three minutes to do this. Okay. Okay, you ready? The first one. A-U-I-T-U-K. A-U-Y-U-I-T-T-U-Q. Star Wars. It is a national park. Uh, Guayanas. Star Wars. Uh, it's a national park. Oh, uh, gosh. I, knew, I know this one. Star Wars. Correct. Why is that not doing it? Okay. Forleon. Not Star Wars. So National Park? Yeah. Uh, correct. Polis Massa. Canada. Uh, it's Star Wars. Kejimakujik. Also Canada. Uh, yes, correct. Dagobah. Star Wars? <laughs> yes. That's where Yoda lives. Kashik. Also Star Wars. Correct. That's where Chewbacca's from. Um, apparently this is saying I'm entering N, which I know I'm not. Um, Yo-Ho. And a bottle of rum. Yo, 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 ho. Life for me. Uh, correct. Uh, Ivavik. Iverness? Ivavik. Ivavik. Canada. It is correct. Jakku. That one's easy. Star Wars. Correct. Sirmilik. Canada. Correct. Vuntut. Star Wars. Uh, incorrect. La hum, la humu. Canada. Incorrect. Nanini. Star Wars. Uh, incorrect. National Park. Oh my gosh. Takodana. Star Wars. Correct. Coruscant. Star Wars. Correct. Migegetu. Canada. Incorrect. Nuts Ichio. Canada. Correct. And Kato Namedo. Canada. Incorrect. Now, I don't actually have an accurate one here because some of them I did press I what 12, you said. Right? 12. Okay, well, it's saying, yeah, because I've incorrectly put a couple of ones here. So that's a fun one. Star Wars, Planet, or Canadian National Park? I basically Park. got the ones right because you were like, oh, I know this. All the ones that he knew were Star Wars ones, and all the ones that he knew how to pronounce were also Star Wars ones. Here's a good one for you. Rocket Man or Piano Man? Can you pick whether the following words can be found in either lyrics to Rocket Man by Elton John or Billy Joel's Piano Man? Am I timed on this? It's the five-minute one. Okay. okay how ready? many questions are there? 30. Oh, f- you can say fuck. All right, ready, set, go. Um, it's like one word. Okay, kids. Is that in Rocket Man or Piano Man? Rocket Man. Correct. Politics. Piano Man. Correct. Joke. Uh, Piano Man. Correct. Smoke. Piano Man. Correct. Clothes. Piano Man. Correct. Home. Rocket Man. Correct. Flight. Rocket Man. Correct. Job. Uh, piano Man. Incorrect. Rocket Man. Dang it. Touchdown. Rocket Man. Correct. Earth. Rocket Man. Correct. Navy. Uh, Rocket Man. Incorrect. Piano Man. Dang it. Memory. Piano Man. Correct. Bags. 
Rocket Man? Correct. Crowd. Piano Man. Correct. Kite. Rocket Man. Correct. Hell. Rocket Man? Correct. Waitress. Oh, Piano Man. Correct. Hour. What? Hour. Like tick, 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 hour. Oh, an hour. An hour on a clock. <laughs> Ten past the hour. Rocket Man. Oh, shit. I pressed. No, you got that right. I pressed the wrong one. Okay. Space. Rocket Man. Correct. Novelist. Rocket Man. Incorrect. Piano Man. Everyone knows that one. Cold. Cold? Cold. Like it's cold. It's Canada. Piano Man. Incorrect. Rocket Man. Science. Rocket Man? Correct. Carnival. Uh, Piano Man. Correct. Microphone. Piano Man. Correct. Bread. Piano Man. Correct. Fuse. Rocket Man. Correct. Melody. Piano Man. Correct. Beer. Piano Man. Correct. Hi. What? Hi. Like, hello. No, no. Hi is in your high. Like, ooh, I'm high as a kite. Hi, uh, then. It's Rocket Man. I'll give you the answer. Uh, sweet. <laughs> sweet? Sweet. Mmm, that lolly sweet. Uh, the Billy Joel one. Piano Man. You, you, well, it says you got 25. You actually got 26, so I pressed the wrong one. That's pretty good. Well that's really good. That's that's really that's a fun one. I like that one. That's clever. Um, I like. I definitely know the lyrics of the Billy Joel one. All right, Rocket Man. All right. I like Rocket Man. I just have not heard it a lot of times. Okay, let's do one more here. Spanish, French, or Italian? Oh God! You ready for this one? No. You've got four minutes. Okay. And you've got thirty questions here. Okay. Um, why isn't it letting me do click to answer? All right, ready. No, I don't want to answer a quick question to support okay. Sparkle. Italian, Spanish, or French? Italian. Can you choose whether these English words have Spanish, French, or Italian origin? Oh, goodness. It's not even Spanish, French, or Italian words. Mm. It's English words. Are you ready for this? I'm going to be really bad at this. Are you ready for this? Spanish, French, or Italian. Okay. Yep. Play quiz. Chauffeur, chauffeur. French. Correct. Mesa. Italian. Incorrect. Spanish. Dang it. Risotto. Italian. Correct. Cafe. French. Correct. Gorilla. It, uh, Spanish. Correct. Etiquette. French. Correct. Armadillo. Span- not Spanish, the other one, Italian. Oh, I pressed Spanish and you were correct. Oh. Mosquito. Uh, Italian. Incorrect. Spanish. Meringue. French. Correct. Silo. Silo? S-I-L-O. Oh, um, Italian. Incorrect. Spanish. Dang it. Sepia. What? Like the color sepia. Sepia photos. Also Italian. Correct. Matador. Uh, Spanish? Correct. Graffiti. Italian. Correct. Critique. French. Correct. Stiletto. Italian. Correct. Burrito. Spanish. Correct. <laughs> Caldera. Spanish. Correct. Entrepreneur. French. Correct. Villa. Spanish. Co- incorrect. Italian. Oh. Chateau. French. Correct. Mozzarella. Italian. Correct. No one mozzarella. Silhouette. S- French. Correct. Menu. Uh, Italian? Incorrect. French. Oh. Oregano. 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 <laughs> Italian. We say oregano. That's Spanish. Oh. Uh, mafia. Italian. Correct. Fiesta. Spanish. Correct. 
Ditto. Italian. Correct. Stanza. French? Italian. Italian. Uh, petite. French. Correct. Spaghetti. <laughs> Italian. Correct. You got 77%. I like how most of those are just like words in different yeah. languages. <laughs> That's a pretty easy one. All right. Well done. How do you feel about that? Pretty great. Pretty great? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Chives. Oh, that was a really bad high five. It really was. All right. Well. Food. Food. Well, it has been some time since we have given you some extra segments that involve what we're about to do for you right now, uh, particularly when I press this button. This is like a Back. And we've been so wild since we've done this that essentially you probably even forget where we're up to. We're going through the best of 2011, and given that it's been a while, we're actually going to give you four different sections from that best of to really get you excited for today. Two bits here which actually come from the same episode. The first is just the introduction to our very big, our very massive, our very huge 300th episode that we had in 2011. Let's hear a snippet of that now. We're going to get this cake cutting going, I think. Um, now, I would get us to sing happy birthday. It's not really a birthday, though, is it? It's just a, it's an anniversary. Do you sing happy, happy anniversary? Happy, I don't know. Um, how's this going to work? Who's going to blow this out? Sam, you want to hand that camera to somebody? Because you're going to be here for this moment as well. Oh, well, that sounds a bit kinky, Rocco, but uh, look, whatever floats your boat. Um, <laughs> um, you, can, you, can, you can host the show. Please welcome to the new host of The Brink, Mr. Rocco. Rocco. Hello, everybody. How are you going? Hope you're having a good morning. And Sam, are well, we going to do this thing? We're all lining up. We're well, lining we're not up. all. It's just Sam, really. Are we meant to say a few words before this? I think you should. What would you like to say? I would like to say on behalf of everybody at Edge Radio who've allowed this dribble to stay on air for however long it's been now, thank you. And uh, Yeah, well, that, that works out well too. Um, and for not cancelling us after one, Sam. Yes, uh, I'd like to say congratulations to you, Ben. Thank you. Because you've been involved in just about all the shows. Nearly and I've only done a handful so far. So congratulations to you. Yes. And I hope you like the cake. Everyone's been banging out this cake without trying it, but it's... It's a great cake. Everyone will love it. Well, we're going to blow this out together and then we're going to cut it, all right? We're going to count of, everyone give us a big count of three and then we'll blow them out. So, somebody start. One, two, three. Yeah. We'll both, we'll both cut this at the moment. This is great radio because people actually don't know what's happening at the moment. So, we'll put this in here. We'll cut it. Well, you can hold it too, Sam. There we go. And that's cut. There we go. It's 300 show cake cuts. We're going to cut this up. We're going to go back to some music. Um, Sam, you can cut it up because I'm worried about what this is going to taste like. Always entertaining. And to also bring you a little bit more of that episode, we had a roaming microphone going on that day. We had a bit of a party going outside the studio to which we also, and I believe this was the very first time we did this, had a cheese platter consisting of the top five cheeses from our uh, what is your favourite type of cheese question that we would ask all our guests. And this is the funness that happened with us getting people to eat different types of cheese. And I have got a roving microphone right now, and we're going to walk out here because as part of this 300 show, we have announced our favourite five cheeses from our poll. Now, each of these guys on this show would remember our fantastic 
Question, I hope this cord is going to stretch. Um, Matt Stevenson's here. Matt, hello. Hi, how are you? Mr. 1%, how's things? Very well, that 1%. I'm very disappointed in that. So I did ask, I did ask my mum to um, vote for me as well, but obviously she couldn't get around to, to voting for me. I think she voted for you, unfortunately. That's understandable. Your mum and I go way back. Hi, Matt's mum. How's things? Yeah, she'll tell up around for dinner on Sunday. But thank you for coming back. It's been a few weeks, actually. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, absolutely, and congratulations on 300 shows. It's remarkable that the people have let you uh, be on the air for that long. What can I say? You were here for our 200th as well. So, um, you, you know, you went back to the 100 shows ago and we've put up with you all those times since. Indeed, indeed, and it's been an absolute blast every time I come on. So, uh, thank you. Meeting all the people, so John Howard and no. Usain Bolt and yes. uh, and uh, Mr. Porcupine, Sergeant yes. Porcupine. Yes, and then we had the real guests too yeah, later on absolutely. too. And you got your lovely children. Are, are they going to speak if I was to stick a microphone in their face? No, no, Jack, no. We'll we'll coax them into something afterwards. Um, I'm walking around here with the microphone, uh, Mr. David O'Byrne. I'm hoping this isn't going to trip uh, at the moment. <laughs> Mr. 1% has a job this morning. Um, you've got the coffee. Going. What, I should ask, what's the coffee? What have we got this morning? Is this to keep you awake after the 11.30 finish last night? Uh, yeah, no, this is the, uh, this is the, the, the uh, skinny flat white, of skinny, course. Skinny you know, flat white. You've got to watch yourself in these jobs, yeah. mate. All the morning teas, goodness yeah. me. Yeah, so it's a nice coffee to keep me awake and get me going in for another big day on, yes. on the hustings. I was nearly going to be afraid that you say a short black, but um, <laughs> too, too early for that. Scott might have said that. Scott, how are you feeling? Very good, thank you. I definitely wouldn't say anything uh, disparaging about David O'Byrne. No. What about Will Hodgman when we get him in, of course? Remember, the, uh, the old jokes, apparently. Uh, I'm hoping that you're sticking around for that, because that's going to be fun. Yeah, I thought Will Hodgman was old, but uh, on King Island the other week I met his great-uncle, who was over 100. So it's, you've got to go a long way to find a good Hodgman, but there is one on King Island. All right, OK, then. Well, thank you for that. And uh, I think it's time for uh, the Liberals to, to fight back at this. Uh, Elise, have you got anything to say to Scott about that? Oh, gee, how do you defend that? You know, there's just not much to say to that. I'm not going to stoop that low. No, I'm not going to stoop that low, Scott. No. No. All right, then. Peter, we're walking along the line here. Uh, You don't have a coffee, so you don't have a short anything. You're just short. Thanks, Ben. Yes, yes. I was trying to get further away from the cord and the microphone so you can talk to me again. But you're here. I'm here. Yeah, I've got, I've got the things in front of me at the moment because I've got the favourite five cheeses, which we've got a cheese plate. I want everyone to try it. I'm going to walk over here to the photographer, Catherine. Uh, Catherine, you can walk along here because I don't think the cord's going to quite reach. How how is the photo taking going this morning? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just amazing. I well, can't wait to see these photos. They're going to be on the website and everything like that. We've got the camera on us at the moment as well for our three hundred. But are you finding how's your debut on radio been this morning? It's your fault. It's, it, all, it's it, all your fault. It's always my fault. Yeah. It always is, no matter what it is. I'm going along here, Rocco from. Uh, he just got here, of course, from King Carousel, and he's brought the bongos in. Welcome to our three hundredth, and it's a pleasure to have you back. Thank you, it's lovely to be back. Well, that's a little early in the morning for my liking, but... You should be the, like the politicians here. They've finished at 11.30 last night and they've come straight back in here to do the show this morning, so... Dedication. It's very... But you've got bongos. They didn't bring bongos. They just brought coffees. Yeah, but they've probably also brought intelligence, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, then. Samuel, um, we're over here now. Samuel, welcome back. Thank you, Ben. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, now, our, fav- our five questions that we like to ask all our guests have, uh, are very popular on this program. The, the one that has been asked to uh, every single person ever on this show, I think, if you guys haven't answered it, I'm sorry, uh, our favourite type of cheese. Now, we polled these results up and had some very interesting ones, and uh, we've brought in the cheese platter this morning for our favourite five ones, and uh, the most popular cheese of all time on this program, cheddar. Cheddar. 
that's a bit boring. It is it? a bit boring. So I'd like to. Well, I'd like somebody. I'd like a volunteer here. If somebody would like to carry this tray around, um, Rocco, thank you very much. You've served a purpose already, and uh, and the biscuits. If you or if you got multi hands, t- walk them around to our people, and we're going to each get them to try a bit of cheddar as we go along. Now, what's number two, Sam, on the poll there? It's brie, Ben. Brie is the second most popular cheese, 12%. 12% of brie lovers on this program. So uh, we're walking around, they're trying some cheese, and uh, they're, they're loving the cheese at the moment. Now, third place, very close, was uh, camembert, 10%. Very similar to the brie, of course. Everyone loves the soft cheeses, apparently. Yeah, it looks like it, Ben. Because the next one... Oh, the next one's controversial and disgusting. ...is the rankest cheese ever. Very much The rankest cheese in the world, blue vein cheese. Blue vein cheese. Now, I would like to see if anyone is game. Does anybody here actually like blue cheese? David does, Scott does, Matt does, nobody else? Help yourself to the blue, because I don't think anybody else is going to take the blue. Here we go. Scott, you're a bit of a fan of the blue. Breakfast cheese. Good, Good breakfast cheese. Elise, what have you got on the biscuit? Um, boring cheddar girl, I am. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right, David. What about you? Got the cheddar as well? Uh, well, I'm sticking with the numbers. I'm going cheddar. Okay then, Matt. Have you just ignored the cheese this morning, or mm. got a mouthful of cheese? Perfect. All right then. Uh, what was in the final in fifth position? Actually, there was a bit of a tie, but um, because we're kind of a bit poor on the brink, we could only afford to buy one of the fifth place one. That was cheese slices, five percent. King Island was equal with that, but uh, King Island creams, uh, King Island cheese, bit expensive. Yeah. How much has it been? I, I don't think I know the actual number off the top of my head, Sam, but um, as you can tell, we're a bit poor, so that's why we haven't bought that. But look, I'm going to wander back in, and we're going to hit back into another thing. Rocco, have you actually tried any cheese at the moment? What's your favourite out of those? You going for the cam- brie all the way? That's, uh, that's brie there, actually. That's camembert. That, exactly. There you go. Good times. Hilarious. Uh, also, speaking of good times and hilarious, then Premier of Tasmania, Lara Giddings, uh, regular guest on the show. And this is her response to her being a quiz question the night before on another radio show. Politics is completely off the agenda this, this oh, morning. Oh, thanks, Ben. We can talk about whatever you like to. <laughs> I mean, really, I was just mentioning to you off here the fact that you were a quiz question last night on another radio station. Yes, but it worried me that you said it took three people to be able to get the answer right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a bit concerning the fact that yeah as I was saying one of the people were basically like oh only the people down there would know that and then just moved on oh, it was a bit it was a bit insulting oh well you know I guess uh, I'm not quite there on the national agenda as yet and it's not a place that I particularly want to be I'm really about uh, Tasmania and Which interested is pretty, in what we can do here you need to focus on that I, I, there was some when. Everything happened in January, and you became Premier. There was just some stuff going in the media that was just, it was horrible. Mm. And it was completely not focused on the fact that you were the Premier. Who mm. cared about all that other stuff? Mm. It was ridiculous. Mm. And as somebody who right now supposedly it works in the media, it, it, it offended me, and I could have just imagined how it would have treated you. Are you talking about my love life? Oh, well, look, we weren't going to talk about that. But it was just the media coverage surrounding it and the Australian stories of that. I mean, what does that, who cares? Yeah. What does that have to do with your job? Well, it was an interesting uh, issue, that one, because I know there are a lot of people who express a similar view to yourself, uh, very angry with what the Australian particularly did. But on the other hand, I think when you put your hand up to be a leader, people also want to know a little bit about you. And if Mm. you're married with children, they want the family shot. They want to see the wife. They want to see the kids. They want to see what background you come from. And the difference for me was at that stage, 
I was single and, uh, of course, there's not a lot to talk about when you're single. Mm. And uh, so the media just, unfortunately, it's not so much that they asked the question and I gave them the answer. It was the way then it was portrayed. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And I suppose also, too, the fact that would that have been the case had it been a single man that has brought in. And that, that's, I mean, that's a whole other kettle of fish that we could talk about for hours. Mm. But that was something that I always wondered about I, too. I don't think they would have had a headline of, uh, you know, Tony looking for Ms. Wright. Exactly. I don't think they would have had that. Exactly. But they probably would have had Tony the Bachelor Boy mm. <laughs> or something. So I don't think they would have totally left uh, somebody unscathed. But... I don't think it's that relevant. And my, my point there at the time was happy to have let people know that's part of who I am at this point in my life, but it's not something that I think should be dwelt dealt upon, dwelt upon and uh, really people need to judge me on the job I do, not on what my private life may, exactly. may not be. Exactly. Peter, you're all for that too. I yes. know. You're, just, you're sitting there and you're <laughs> nodding your head. Yeah, and and yeah. you're down for it and you're concerned. Um, I was going to ask about nodding, actually. Nodding? Right. Yes, on TV. There's <laughs> always the official nodders in the background. Yeah. She's got one in today. <laughs> yeah. a, and it's radio and it's working perfectly, he too. Oh, he good, is. Good. Everything you said, he's nodded so <laughs> far. Do you rent them by the day or the hour or are they just on call? You just ring them up and go, we need a nodder for this yeah, interview? Yeah, yeah, they're very expensive. Noddersrs.com. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's a funny thing, though, nodding, because I notice that even with myself sometimes when I see people and they're talking to me and you you, you engage with them <laughs> by nodding and then you see the uh, grab on television, you think, oh, God's sake, well, <laughs> hold that head still. <laughs> well, it's funny, even when you're talking right now, I've got the, I've got the urge I have to nod because yeah, if, right. if you're just, I'm sort of sitting here like, yep. Yeah. I'm listening to you, it's, Lara. It's flat. Yeah, yep. that's really exciting, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Always fun as well. And speaking of fun, we had our co-host at the time, everybody's favourite midget, Peter, and essentially we were trying to find him a girlfriend in 2011, and we tried to start up a segment. It was called RSV Pete. Let's hear how that went. It's very appropriate. Yeah, I can dance that. You're going to have this stuck in your head all day, aren't you? Yep. Bit of rod, it's a bit of a sort of remake, yeah, yeah. sort of bits of bit dance music. And this is the bit you got to go. Nah, nah, I'm not going to sing. This is no, the lyrics. Okay. Now, this is a segment that ladies around Hobart have been quivering about. They've been they've been waiting so much to get involved. This is essentially where you know Kelly and I we're loved. We have a significant other that that treats us well. Peter, on the other hand. You just, you need someone. I need someone. You so, ne- Grace, if you're still out there, you texted <laughs> earlier, text us back in. Uh, no, I can't say she has. Now, um, this is basically the part of the show where we try and sort of update, and we, we might sort of maybe once a week bring in a potential mate for yes. Peter to, um, to, 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 to converse with, yes. to find out if they match. And then Kelly and I will give a compatibility rating. Yeah, and, and um, just before you go into that, by the way, mm-hmm. can I just give some, um, not legalese, but some <laughs> conditions of, of dating? Uh, sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> must, must be of legal age. In Australia. In Australia for drinking, to clarify. <laughs> yes. Um, preferably female. Well, preferably female, but you're open to all options. Um, yeah, if you're really, if you're a good-looking bloke. <laughs> We're talking tats and muscles here, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Muscles. And a and, biker. I mean, yeah, come on. absolutely. Must have the full goatee and everything. Yes, yes. And blonde brunette, but I am partial to redheads. No, look, Peter, this is... Just put that out there. You're kind of answering, you're jumping ahead, you jump in the gun. Kelly and I are the judges here. We are the official adjudicators <laughs> of this segment. If we think somebody's suitable for you, we'll give them to you. But if not, sorry, then the trash. Right. Quick, some questions here. We've got to, we've got to get people to let you know here. Right. 
Uh, you need a headline. Give me a couple of words that the first thing women will think about, Peter. They think of what? Sexy. <laughs> confident. The man you've been looking yeah, for. Yeah, the man you've been looking for. Is All that... right. Your height. Now, would you consider yourself um, any one of these following? Can you even oh, see the on. screen? Just go to that microphone there, Peter. Uh, right. How are you going oh, there? This, Good. This is professional radio. It is very professional. This uh, is what I the brink stands for. Right. Glasses, which one of them um, will you describe for? I'd put you at about um, under 152 centimetres. I'm not that short. Uh, under 160. Body type. Slim athletic average. A bit overweight. Large-ish. Average. Um, average. Do my smoking habits? No, uh, I don't. Trying to quit. Do you uh, have children? You're not even listening to me, uh, are you? Not that you know of. Um, um, no. My personality, very private, average, social, I'd just say yeah. short, <laughs> my hair. Um, um, uh, Auburn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're getting the ladies excited, <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. We don't need to look all that sort of stuff. No. Now, what are you looking for? What is your age range? Well, that's fine. What height? I'd probably say under 50 centimetres. Um, is it important if they smoke or not, Peter? Um, well, preferably non-smoker. So trying to quit as well? Okay. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Children, thoughts? Um, You're not about important. the same height. Not, not important. Um, so, yes, Be- having children at home sometimes. <laughs> Beautiful. Body type? Um, slim. Slim. Uh, a bit overweight. <laughs> uh, personality. What sort of, what attracts you? What personality of the, of the, uh, of the species that you're looking very for? Very social. Very social? All right. So we'll just put it, you know, middle to range there. <laughs> and their relationship status. What would you prefer um, them well, to be? Single, hopefully. So married. Okay. <laughs> now, describe the qualities of your ideal partner. Um, hot. Okay. So semi-attractive. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Yeah. Semi-attractive. Um... You have to have good-looking friends. <laughs> I was going to say, that's incredibly... <laughs> sh- <laughs> well, uh, well, then you're settled then. If they're yeah, friends exactly. with us, then that's fine. What, yeah, well, what, what else do you need to know, really? Yeah, um, yeah we're, we're attractive enough, or you are. <laughs> you're very honest with this, aren't you, Pete? Yeah, well, I have to be. I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we should need that. Uh, right, um, what else uh, is there that needs to be known about Peter? So if you're, what's your first date, you know, where would you take... Well, uh, well I'm just going to say I'm paying, for starters. If that gives you, if girls... Free date, Hobart, free date, men, yeah, women... Straight here. Can I take that offer up? No. Really? Because you're already taken. I think Louise wouldn't be very happy. Yeah, she won't mind. She can come along. It can be like... Make her threesome. <laughs> Peter, that's not what we're looking for here, all right? Now, come on. Um, okay. Um, Cattle at dinner. Movie. Yeah, yeah. No, mo- not movie. Um, not movie. I- I'll give you a dinner and a show, but I'm just not going to tell you what sort of show yet. Going to give them a show? Yes. As in, like, here you go. Uh, well, no, no. Tickets to Temptation and Deal or No Deal or, you know, Phantom of the Opera or Pete's Private Palace. Dinner at Rest Point. There you go. <laughs> well, all right, then. He's yeah, splurging yeah. out there, yeah, ladies. Revolving uh, restaurant, that, here I'm, we come. And I'm desperate enough to go on the radio looking for a date. <laughs> I'm desperate enough to pay for it. Well, you see, Peter, this is what happens when you put your voice out there. All right, because this is this is a thing, right? If this was television, people could just stare at you and go, "Yeah, he's a bit all right." Mm. All right you know, I'd go there because it's radio, right? Some people out there might not have access to the internet. They're sort of laying in bed, waking casually up to these lovely voices on their radio, three FM, and they they go by on your voice. Yes. So, I mean, is that your selling point? Probably not. Probably. But I reckon the best bet, go to our website, which mm. is Ben. What's our website? Our website, Peter, is thebrickradioshow.com. Thank you. And, and look up my profile, my bio mm-hmm. on the website mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and find out everything you need to know about and it. And if you don't have the internet? Um, then just knock picture. on the window and just point and laugh at Pete. Yeah. Absolutely. I've seen the picture of you in your little Robin outfit. 
by oh, the way. Yes. It's, it's fetching. As of 2018, I am unsure if that actually worked for him or not. So, Peter, if you happen to le- listen to this and it worked, let us know and we won't ever have to do that segment ever again. <laughs> Over on our sister podcast, The Oz Network, it's been a fun month as we've been doing Jurassic Park Month in the lead up to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the greatest month ever in the history of ever doing podcasts on that show and we of course have been covering each of the Jurassic Park films we're just about to release Jurassic Park 3 this week but a couple weeks ago we put up Jurassic Park the very first film and we took nearly five hours in recapping what is the greatest movie of all time but uh, there was one moment during the podcast in which I got myself into a little bit of trouble when it came to trying to describe a child I was interacting with maybe this is one of the reasons why I I still love Grant because I can kind of um, identify with those a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you're the same way. Like, maybe I wouldn't even say it's different now that I've had a baby. I'm definitely comfortable with my baby. I'm comfortable with like my nieces and nephews. But if somebody brings their kid around me, I'm like, oh hey, yeah. there, guy. Oh, believe me, believe me, I am the same. <laughs> yes. I love my nephews. I love my niece. Love them. I've spent the last week in a house with one child that. I will not comment further without risk of getting into trouble from authorities. What I would like to do to it, as in, like, not, not in that context. <laughs> no, no, not you that want, way. Do you want to tell way. us about your crush on twelve-year-old Ariana Richards? <laughs> no, <laughs> never even laughing. Oh, I am so happy I'm editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Best of moment. <laughs> quick, quick, backpedal, Ben. Backpedal. <laughs> I meant murder, not <laughs> oh, it's so much better. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's nothing bad. I'm just talking about murdering a child. <laughs> God created Ben. <laughs> Ben created a podcast. Podcast destroyed Ben. Because Ben killed a child. But it's okay, he could have done much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to your point. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> awkwardness <laughs> with children. <laughs> Little shit children showing up when you don't want them. It's so funny is that I wasn't sure how you would respond to Lex and Tim. So the only note I have at this point in the movie is Ben and kids with a question mark. We're sticking out a lot of context. <laughs> Why would I not react to Lex and Tim? You're always complaining when children children. are in movies. We like Lex and Tim. No, it's always like, oh, the kids in the movie now. As I always establish, if the kids are well-acted and good characters, I'm not going to have a problem with them. These are good, well-written, well-acted children. Kelly is in the next one. The boy in number three is tolerable. (laughs) Actually, no, I don't mind him. No, no, actually, no, I like him. He's good. But the two in Jurassic World are shits. We don't like them. (laughs) You only want to do good things to these kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
there's a little girl in the fifth one. She looks annoying in the trailer, so. As always, finding new ways to get myself into trouble always makes for awkward podcasting situations. <laughs> one sad bit about not having the regular segments for in the last few episodes is not being able to do this. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, Forget the Lyrics. So exciting. So, so exciting that we're going to do four of these for you today to really get you excited because that's what we're saying you like to have fun on this show girls like to have fun and tarly sung about that back in 2012 i think there's some horses involved here and this was related to the uh, 2012 olympics if i'm not mistaken Not in a weird way, in a sporting way. I braided horses' hair and jumped on because girls they want to ride horses. Oh, girls just want to ride horses. I get on my horse and I jump a thingy and then I do other tricks with my horse. Tricks. And I'm doing blockies on my horse. Oh yeah, I am a horse rider. Whoa, I am something horse rider. Whoa, <laughs> is done. Oh girls, just wanna ride a horse. Doing blockies on my horse, horse. And my car is bumping because it's my horse. But my horse can't talk. Yep, good old Tali and doing blockies on horses, always fun. Uh, Josh and I had a duet back in 2013. Uh, It's uh, Glory of Love and it's a very weird subject matter. We apologise in advance for this. My body's smelling sour, so it's time to have a shower. But I need somebody to scrub my back. To hit those hard to reach places I could never reach. I need my mother to scrub my back. Here's a stick with a sponge on it Thanks my mommy for helping me Singing in this American accent Makes it sound more annoying My mother washes me in the shower she draws me off when I'm where I know I'm 25 But nothing makes you half alive And when I have a shower with mum 
<laughs> I, I, I think I'll take over now. That's very disturbing. Oh, Mum, what are you doing in here? I think it's just a little bit queer that you're always next to me when I'm naked. I wanted to have some alone time. Wanted to wash parts you haven't seen in a while since I was born. Thankfully, because that's just wrong. I am a boy who likes to have a shower without my mum because it makes me lose some power. It's kind of scary seeing how hairy you are. Mum, get out of the shower and put on a bra. I don't know what really happened there. Uh, also, Josh doing another one in 2012. I believe this might have been his very first time doing Forget the Lyrics. And uh, he was singing to a great James Bond song, Goldfinger, Shirley Bassey, and it's about a pig. Introduction. Oh. Byron It's the pig The pig with the squealy touch A squeaky touch Such a piggy Byron lets you Enter his squeal of death but don't smell his breath. Squeaky words will pour in your tummy, but his squeaks will make you feel funny. Because for a piggy girl who doesn't know when to stop, she needs to stop from Mr. Piggy. He's a piggy girl who wants your food. Byron's food. That was Byron Piggy, if you didn't realise. And the final one, a rare one here with Anthony, 2010, myself and him doing uh, Hallelujah. And uh, there's some paper mache involved in this one. I heard there was a newspaper that saw nothing else it could do. But you don't really want to be flat now, do ya? No, I don't. Well, it goes like this. The fourth, the fifth, the back page and the front cover turning into a cup. A bit fast. That's, yes. <laughs> Paper mache. Paper mache, mache tikka, paper mache, paper mache. Thanks, Thanks, Anthony, I'll take over. God, I'm a good singer. Yes, alright. We'll get to have Bartlett singing next week, that'll be interesting. Alright. 
you ripped that paper off the page. You got it a bit moist and shaped it around a cup. But you didn't really care for that, really. Did ya? Did ya? You gave it to your mum for Mother's Day. She said, what the hell is this? It's kind of gay. So she picked it up and put it in the rubbish bin. Paper cup in the rubbish bin. It was a pretty bad present. This segment's going nowhere. So let's leave this segment. <laughs> oh, joys. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I don't even understand what was going on in there, and I was part of that. It was eight years ago, so, yeah, my memory apparently has died. <laughs> well, it's time Food. to close. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Food. Are you okay? Shall Food. I tickle you a bit? Um, Food. <laughs> glory. It's Food. Bread, waffles, and Keep tar- sucking those oranges, Go- Hobart, oh, yeah. and good night. That's got to do more of a wrap-up. Food. Give <laughs> <laughs> a like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And Instagram. Brink's on Instagram, but you can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> NYC55David. Follow Mallory at life underscore of underscore Mal. She posts so much, you'll be uh, inundated by all her posts. You will. Um, we're on YouTube. We're on is, YouTube. Which is nice. Can su- subscribe? Yep. Do you subscribe to our YouTube channel? I don't have a YouTube account. How excited are you for the Brink Unleashed 9? <laughs> so excited! <laughs> My face is going to be on the TV screen. We might edit you out of it. <laughs> you got a little pouty face. Food. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm a French. French. Oh. <laughs> oh. Food. What are you going to eat? Uh, that's over our dinner. You can't eat that. Ow! She fucking bit me. <laughs> I'm not food. Food. <laughs> I think she needs more alcohol right now. Anywho. Um, thank you for joining us, everybody. It's been a pleasure as always. And to close us out once again, please... Keep sucking those oranges over Good night. Woo! Woo! Food. food. <laughs>